There was even an Earth base there of some kind. Control of that base, armed with Cybermen weapons, could lead to control of the Earth. They had no use for the small blue planet. When they had finished with it, stripped it of its precious metals, destroyed any technology that might one day challenge their own supremacy in space, they would leave it shattered and lifeless. The only previous time a Cyberman spaceship had landed on the Earth, it had been humiliatingly defeated. So although revenge was not a part of their mental makeup any more than the other emotions, the Earth people needed to be taught a lesson, or they might one day challenge the Cyberman Empire. The Cybermen circled the Moon satellite in search of a well-hidden landing place. This time, they were going to take no chances. Earth people were too resourceful for that. Their conquest of the Moon would have to be accomplished by stealth. Their small fleet of Cyberman spaceships landed on the Moon at exactly 4.30 a.m. on October the 15th in the year 2070. Nobody at the nearby lunar base or those manning sky probes at watching stations on the Blue Planet saw them. So effective were the Cybermen screening devices. The huge silver monsters that had once been men had achieved their first objective. Chapter 2. The Landing on the Moon. TARDIS was wildly out of control, spinning helplessly over and over and throwing the hapless occupants from side to side across the cabin. Like a ship in a heavy sea, it would pause for a moment and seem to stabilize, giving the crew a moment to hold onto any convenient handle, grip or ledge, then plunge sickeningly down to left or right, rolling them headlong against the mercifully padded bulkheads. Ben, the young Cockney sailor from East Ham, had managed to brace himself between two side struts. His head was bleeding slightly from a cut, but otherwise he was in better shape than his companions, Polly and Jamie. Jamie was probably the worst damaged of the three, though with a Highlander's stoic indifference to pain, he had rolled himself up into a tight human tartan ball. His plaid was taking the brunt of the impact as he was rattled from side to side by the spaceship. Gotcha! Polly rolled to within a foot of Ben's arm and he locked it round her waist, bracing himself to take their combined mass when the next lurch came. It was doubtful whether Ben would have been injured at all if he'd not been trying to anchor Polly at the same time. Three times he had tried to help the girl, and each time lost his own hold as well, and been flung against the bulkheads. This time, he seemed to be succeeding. Or was the ship finally levelling out? Polly whimpered and clung to him. He tightened his grasp. But there was no doubt about it. The TARDIS was finally steadying down to a level course. They looked over at Jamie the human hedgehog, cautiously uncoiling enough to see out from his enveloping plaid blanket, and then at the doctor.